0: Now, listening to the Rio's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Dear Culture, the podcast for, by, and about black culture. And I'm joined today by a special guest, somebody that needs no introduction, especially if you keep up with any work that I've ever done in my life. Well, as long as I've been a writer, I suppose. And considering the topic, it also makes a lot of sense. We are joined today by the homie, uh, one of my best friends, my brother, the other, a third of, and eventually the other half of the Very Smart Brothers team, Damon Young. How you doing today, bro? I'm good, I'm good. I, um,
1: You know, that's some really really good and quick math that you did, going from a third to half. And, yeah, and such I had quick, to think about it, too. Such quick succession, so I appreciate um, whatever school system, you know, taught you how to do that type of math. So um, so thank you for that. And well, I, I appreciate it to be here. It's great. It's great to see you. You know what I mean? It's great to be on, you know, dear culture. Um, you know, the reason why we're on is is <laughs> is a little um, complicated. But perhaps um, it's, it's great. It's great. It's great to be seen.
0: Well, part the reason why we're here but before that let me I, cuz I, I did i did your your bio a, a brief disservice so everybody knows us as the team from very smart brothers but since then you are now a Washington Post uh columnist and advice columnist you you write both a weekly column and is it a weekly advice column as well yeah yeah okay you have a an award-winning uh book what doesn't kill you makes you blacker you're working on more books. You have a, a podcast, a Spotify exclusive podcast called Stuck with Damon Young. Uh, you killing it, bro. You out here doing it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm proud of you.
1: I just don't want to be broke again. Uh, that, that's, that's all that people offer me opportunities. And I'm like, how much is it paying? <laughs> I just keep saying yes. Like I, I, just, I just don't not... want to be broke. Sounds like a
0: good title for a book.
1: Yeah, I shot like I I have no business doing this advice column, but it's like you know what I can do it and and offer me some money to do it, so you know I can fit
0: under the umbrella. Why not? You know that brutal honesty is a trademark. It's an admirable skill and uh, not skill. It's an admirable trait, and it speaks directly to why we are gathered here today. We are here to talk about one Kanye Omari West. Somebody who every couple years decides to blow up everything he ever seems to have built, uh, test the goodwill and test the loyalties of all of his fans. Maybe I realize that's a loaded statement because I don't know if it's actually true, but every so often something happens that Kanye is a part of. He becomes a center of. He goes on these social media rants. It's like it's like Kanye's mind opens up for the world to participate in for a while before he gets reined in by somebody, I don't know who it is, but right now we're in the midst of this, and this is all spurred by uh, things. He so he has a deal with Adidas and the Gap that he's trying to get out of, and he's fighting with them. And he caps the, oh, and he's dealing with with his ex wife Kim Kardashian and the custody issues with his kids. He's doing a lot. He's doing all of this publicly, and he capped this off by going to Paris Fashion Week and debuting his Yeezy Season Nine collection. And he included a shirt that had uh, Pope John Paul the I can't remember which one it is. I, I apologize for that. You know that one of the popes on the front, but on the back is what the part that everybody's talking about. This says White Lives Matter. Then a picture gets shared of him with Candace Owens, her looking lovingly at Kanye, which is more of a troll to the black community, while he's face forward, but she's wearing a white shirt. This says White Lives Matter. He has on a black one. This says White Lives Matter. The internet erupts. The Kanye West Gaslight Tour commences. Uh, he goes on Tucker Carlson. We are filming this on, on the day after he does the first round of interviews on Tucker Carlson, which was a, an insanely interesting and fascinating, bewildering interview in and of itself. So that's why what, that's what we're gathered, we're gathered here to talk about Kanye. There's so much to unpack. But let me ask you to start this off. Where are you with Kanye West? In right now? Like where, what where, wherever you stand with Kanye musically as a pop culture figure? Where are you with Kanye West right now? I mean, my, I feel like my, my
1: first my, my visceral response to everything that he's doing right now is boredom. Um, like, he's, this isn't interesting. Like when you were saying huh. that it was like, I watched the I watched the interview. This morning to prepare uh, the prep for this because when it was on last night, I just had I didn't have any interest in listening to him on Tucker Carlson, Um, and so I watched the interview and in 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 it's like, you know, it's like you're playing um it's like you're playing pinball and a ball just going everywhere here and there. I mean, he's citing Tanya Harding, and I very odd reference Harding come up in a conversation
0: because if you ask like Tanya Harding how she did the the triple flip or the triple spin yeah. she was in so much practice that when it was time for her to skate in a in a, comp, in a competitive format it just happened like it happened outside of practice it happened in the real format
1: he's basically subbing his mom not even subbing his mom but blaming oh, that was direct shots the entire idea. interview and now you know with all these bars of praise for his dad which i i have never heard before from him and, and again, maybe I just haven't been listening to the interviews and stuff, but it's, it's this very, it's predictably unpredictable. It's like, it, you know, I, I, he's a, a provocateur, or he, he, he himself to be one of those, you know, right. a free thinker. And, and, you know, because there's not like a real rigor behind this thought or a real consistency behind a thought, you could predict where he's gonna go, right? And I I feel like, like even the reactions that you know that have that have that have you know that have that have existed online in the last week or week and a half about the Wild lives matter shirt and about Kanye, like I I don't think anyone else really gives a shit about him either. Like I think Kanye and culture right now, if if we take aside from his his music and his clothes, he exists as someone to build social capital off of. Because, again, I don't think that he's swaying anybody. I think people who are out on Kanye have been out on Kanye. And I think people who are, you know, the bad faith, you know, the 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 people who are just latching for any sort of, you know, cool person to to vocalize like a certain right wing or certain conservative Viewpoint are latching on to him. It's like, oh shit, we finally got someone, right? We we only got someone who was cool, and who is relevant, and who is on our side. Um, but I I don't I don't think that he um. I don't think he is moving the zeitgeist. He's influencing the culture in any way with his actions. Now that I, I agree think with. Think that I think that people are already. People already have their minds made up about him. And so, again, I think now his primary function is, okay, I, I have this hot 120-character bar about I say it, and I get 3,000 retweets.
0: So, I agree with you that I don't think he's actually... N- none of these actions, I think, are impacting culture. I do think they are... They, you said a lot, so I'm going to try to get to a couple of those things. Sure. I do think... I think if it's boring, it's only boring because it's Kanye and we and Kanye's already done this before the script on mm-hmm. Kanye already exists. Because I don't think any of this is boring on his face. But because it's Kanye doing it, it's like, here he goes again, right? Like, here he goes. I don't think this is culturally impactful. I'm not even sure I agree with that. It's as dangerous as everybody wants to label it. But I do push back a little bit on the idea that he's not losing. Like, for me, the white lives, it was a bridge too far. Like, I still listen to Kanye's music. Even, you know, we've talked about this stuff, and that's part of the reason I wanted to bring you on here, too, is because we talk about Kanye all the time, right? Like, whenever Kanye drops an album, we talk about it. Like, we have in-depth discussions about it. We talk about how we're going to write about it and where we're going to do it. You know, we have these conversations. We've been doing that for years, right? Because Kanye's been part of our cultural conversations and part of the cultural, like, zeitgeist for so long that when he releases music it's an event it's something that happens that everybody has to pay attention to the provocateur end of it this this feels like the high end of his provocateurness whatever whatever like this is literally the 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 n words in paris thing like what like why are you doing this and watching the watching the tucker carlson interview where he basically said even though he, re- he really didn't answer the question but he basically said i just it felt like the right thing to do at the time was nonsense. Even his dad's response, like a, a, a black man stating the obvious. I'm like, man, your dad is up too. And I don't want to talk about nobody's parents, but it just seems messed. It seems like, like such an odd thing to use as a way of stealing the spotlight from everything else you're trying to, or getting attention. It's like the ultimate in, in, in attention seeking behavior. I did. I do certain things from a feeling. I like, I just, I just channeled the energy. It just feels right. It's, using a gut instinct a connection with god and just brilliance but it's like it was a bridge too far for me like i don't know like it puts him in r kelly territory for me it's like you know what i just can't even deal with your music anymore like i just can't and you and i had this discussion and that's where i want to go with it i was like does this impact his musical legacy in a way or does it impact his musical legacy at all because i said it did i think it impacts his legacy because i don't think i can engage with his music anymore but you had a different response. so we're gonna take a real quick break right here and we're gonna come back and we're gonna jump into that part of the conversation about kanye and what he's doing now if it impacts his musical legacy stay tuned here on dear culture
1: The Griot
0: Black Podcast Network is here, and it's everything you've been waiting for. News, talk, entertainment, sports, and today's issues, all from the Black perspective. Ready for real talk and Black culture amplified? Be inspired.
1: Listen to new and established voices now on the Griot Black Podcast Network. Listen today on the Griot Mobile app and tune in everywhere great podcasts are heard
0: all right we're back here on dear culture i'm joined today by my guest damon young we're talking kanye west yeezy or yay depending on who's referring to him i suppose and we're talking about the shenanigans that he's been going through the past few months the things that he's been bringing to the public directly culminating with his white lives matter shirt at the paris fashion week show for the debut of his season nine yeezy line um a shirt that he put black models in, including Selah Marley, who is Lauren Hill's daughter, and we're gonna get. I'm gonna try to get to that eventually too. But I contend that this impacts his musical legacy because now I think that people aren't thinking about his music when they think about Kanye anymore at all. What do you think? Does this impact his musical legacy at all? Does this matter at all? Period. For the Can legacy, I, of Kanye? I, I go back to to the to my
1: first response about I think people, you know, and you, I, I think that you're an exception. I think that okay. you. You know in terms of someone who's like you know what this is the last straw i i think people done <laughs> done drew their last straws already but yeah, i mean there's um like i don't consider this to be any more egregious than than you know wearing the, the red cap and you know hugging up on trump and saying that he feels like a superhero when he wears the you know make america great again hat or or the slavery or the slavery was a choice Right. I feel like actually, I feel like slavery is a choice is worse than this.
0: When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounded like a choice. <laughs> like you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all.
1: I feel okay. like this, I feel like that, if we're talking in terms of egregiousness, that was the pinnacle. Um, and now <laughs> this is just some provocateur fuck shit. Right. Um, and so, again, I don't think that I, like it. I I just don't see this as being something that, again, that moves a needle, in any way. It just is a thing that people are going to be able to respond to, and and you know. To that end, I also disagree with your with your analogy to R. Kelly. Okay. Just because you know when, when when you're in that territory, I mean, R. Kelly is a criminal who needs to be in. It's a rich I'll admit. Prison. Kanye does. Kanye has done and said some really dumb and reckless shit, but he is not at that level of criminality, right? Fair. Um, so I, I think that I think that you could still listen to Kanye's music and not and not and not feel like you're going to hell. Also,
0: but you know, so R- I guess
1: if R. Kelly's going to hell. If, if hell exists, R. Kelly is going. If there's there. a hell below, <laughs> R. R. Kelly's, Kelly's going to go. <laughs> <gonna> go. <laughs> <laughs> but if hell exists, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby i mean for what we know of the christian idea of hell that's that's where they will be right so
0: part of my pushback on that is or part of the reason i said this so you're you're right like on his face i think as an analogy taking it at face value i I don't disagree with that i think i view it in the sense of it kind of makes me wonder who in the world that kanye was that was releasing all that music before like this version of kanye like i guess i don't i don't really know we have gone through like nine lives of Kanye West, right? Like who he is as a human, like where he started versus where he is now seems like a complete 180. But I wonder if that's even true because he's been on this Trump thing since 2016, but he releases, like he's been releasing music. And, and so I guess I, I just, when I listen to it, I'm wondering if everything he's saying is even real to him. Like, so that's what I mean. Like, I, like, I guess when I'm listening to, I'm wondering who I'm actually listening to but well, you're right it, it might be it might be a stretch it might be a bridge too far to <laughs> compare him to r kelly in that sense
1: well you you made a really astute point a couple years ago when we talking about yeah this might you might have said this in an essay or in a conversation that we had i forgot i forgot which it was but you said that he is he's he's out uh, he's a legitimately untethered person and that whoever is around him whoever is saying yes to him, whoever is giving a validation, that's who he, he is going to follow. That's who he is going to, you know, I don't know, try, try to break bread with or align or himself with. Um, right. And so, you know, and I, 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 I hate when people come, you know, bring up his mom and, you know, at, attach her as like some sort of catalyst for, for whatever. But I do think there is some truth there to him to her being his tether um at some point and then losing her and and then searching for you know another another sort of tether and just going wherever there is it's 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 crazy because he is you know because fashioning himself to be his provocateur but he is go but he is like saying things and it's like you know what whoever agrees with me right he's he's a provocateur who's following the path of least resistance Right. Because, okay, these people agree what I'm saying. So I'm going to I'm going to lean in. I'm going to follow through with these people. Um, And so, yeah, I think, you know, there are some parts of Kanye that have have remained consistent. You know, like young Kanye was just as hedonistic, perhaps even misogynistic as as like, well, recent Kanye, his music isn't really that. But some of just the weirdness about 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 women and about shame and about bodies and about sex, that has always existed. It's just it's just yes. kind of transmuted and taken a different form. Um like a, a homegrow of mine pointed that out in like twenty sixteen or no two thousand and six, two thousand seven. Um remember uh Ye yeah, had that uh he had that remix uh throw them D's on it? Yeah. With he, the, yeah, yeah, we're talking about Alicia Yeah, but the yes. Yeah, and I thought, and I just thought it was really funny, really clever, and, but she was like, you know what, how come he is always so funny and so clever and so, like, I guess so, 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 so clowny and dismissive when he's talking about women? How come he doesn't have these funny and clever whatever bars about anything else? Right. And Hmm. that that was the first time that I was like, yeah, you're right. And that has been a consistent thing throughout Kanye's career. The only one of the main differences is that his music was a bit more fun back then. You know, and and now, you know, particularly, you know, with with, with Yeezus and the things that come after that, there's been a bit more bite to it and a bit more untetheredness to it. And so the misogyny and and the hedonism, you know, and those things are separate you know i don't want to conflate hedonism with misogyny but i i think he
0: kind of has both of those things I mean, he does life. effectively and, i mean for him and they're kind of they, they do go i i agree with that they do kind of go hand in hand yeah and so and so that part of, of va
1: has always kind of been there um and again i i think that you know just to just to go back to what you were saying you know he um you know who, whoever I don't know who whoever plants the whoever plants the the biggest flag for him is where he's going to go.
0: So do right you now. think this will keep so I you know he releases Donda I th- was that last year was that earlier this year I don't even Not remember last, I think that
1: was last year okay so 20,
0: 2021 okay mm-hmm. he releases Donda he does it in the way that requires you to pay attention, where it's not just a straight up release. It's done in these state like he creates. One thing I'll give him credit for, and I think you have to like his his ideas when it comes to his art and the the delivering of his art tend to be very um, interesting, evocative. Like he makes you pay attention. He was, he's an event artist like that. Do you, so you don't think this stuff impacts that at all? Like you think basically he's weeded out all of the, all of the people who are already like, I can't deal with this dude anymore. Aside from me, who's now like, who's upset because I'm looking at my shoes. I'm looking at my Yeezys and (laughs) I can't even wear these now. Like I can't, I can't even wear my Yeezys anymore, which is a shame because they're very comfortable. That boost technology in them Yeezys is exceedingly comfortable. So they're like perfect for people who are getting older and you want to be on your feet a lot. But it's like I'm, I don't even want to wear my shoes anymore right now. I'm like, I went. I actually went back and listened to I Love Kanye because that the whole like old Kanye thing. I was like, I was like the person that made this doesn't even seem like the same person that I watched on Tucker Carlson yesterday. Like it seems like a complete. He seems like a completely different human being. Almost like that that other Kanye doesn't exist anymore. I think that's the struggle I'm having with this, and why I'm just like this is a bridge too far. It's like the person that I see now, I don't recognize. Like, there, even when Kanye made the slavery is a choice thing, I almost feel like he made the statement, but I don't think he realized what he was saying. Like, I, I genuinely don't think he understood what he was saying because I feel like Kanye says and does a lot of things, and he doesn't get it. I feel like this white lives matter thing was intentional. It was like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm about to throw this in everybody's face. Nobody can constrain me to their thoughts. Nobody can. I hate, and I hate when people do that, right? You want, I won't be controlled by the masses and the media and all this nonsense. Like, it's basically an excuse to say something ridiculous, right? Or say or do something that flies in the face of a convention or whatever. But, like, I don't, I guess, I. I feel like there's probably more people like me out there, but maybe maybe I'm overblowing it. And in which case then what happens after this? Does it all just die out? Like does all of this whatever just die out as soon as I don't know, like if something big happens next week, if Cardi B and and who she beefing with right now, Cardi B and Nicki happen to run into each other and somebody gets punched in the face, does do we forget the whole Kanye thing and just move on?
1: I I think that's already starting to happen. Like, I, and again, I think that this is just, this is just a part of the Kanye news cycle where he, you know, every, every, like five or six months, he has these, he has, you know, like a week and a half, two weeks span of just, okay, what did Kanye say? What did Kanye do? And then, and then, and then it's just like, okay. And and then once that's done, once people are done reacting to it, you just go back to your corner, go back to your life um, and continue doing whatever you were doing. Um, I, I And again, I just... I just don't see this recent iteration being that distinct from everything else or distinct enough from everything else to have like a, a real tangible impact on how people feel about him. Cause I think that how people feel about him has already been settled. Uh, mostly. Um, and again, I, I get where you're coming from too, which your you know, and everyone has a, everyone has a, everyone has a point where you like, you know what, this is it. But I think, I think this is it point has been reached, or and and I think that there are also people who are like, You know what, I don't fuck with anything he has to say, but I will still listen to his music um okay you know I, and that's that's where I am <laughs> right yeah you know,
0: and that's now. those yeah. people
1: like i don't I don't bother defending him i don't- i like there's it's indefensible like i don't I don't do that it's the same i mean and i I probably need to unpack this pack what's happening in my brain, it's the same thing I go through with Kyrie Irving where I don't like I am I am not jumping out and defending him for anything anymore, but he is still my favorite basketball player to watch. So I think it's a bit of a mercenary sort of fandom. Um where I just you know, I, I compartmentalize. Um you know and but you know, if, if either of them were to do something like like an R. Kelly level egregious, then did not, did not make a change then. Um, but I'm, but I am, I am wondering, it's like, okay, even before both of them went off their deep ends, you know, they were my favorite, Kanye is my favorite artist, Kyrie is my favorite um, athlete. And then and so I've asked myself, what is it that what is it in me that drew me to these men who have both eventually, you know, had similar sort of trajectories? Like, what? Is, is it just a coincidence, or is there something, you know, that I saw in both of them ten years ago? You
0: know, because because I've been on I've been on Kyrie since. But you before. didn't think Kanye, well, you didn't think Kyrie was going to go this direction I didn't ten know, years ago, no. did you? and
1: I didn't think Kanye would either.
0: But uh, they both so I did. It, yeah,
1: they both did. And so, was there something that I saw, something about me, or something about them? That I saw that I latched on to and I, and I shared this I, I you know, I did the love to leave it show um, a couple of days ago and afterwards, I hung out with um, with john and. Um, Morgan Morgan came through and there are a couple producers um, from their show and we were talking about this particular thing and john made the point that uh, you know, maybe you are attracted to naturally subversive people. Right. You know, and Kanye's music, you know, for a while was considered somewhat subversive in the way Kyrie plays, the way he handles the ball, some of the things he does on the basketball court are subversive. But, you know, it, it's the problem is when they they shift that subversion to other places that they have no business being in. Right. So they believe that, OK, I've had success being subversive in music and in and then and then in in um fashion or i have success being subversive in basketball so that means i can have success being subversive in politics or i can have success being subversive in i don't know in <laughs> and, 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 and um medical <laughs> and um vaccines or or whatever too right and so when when he said that I was like oh you know that that could be that that, that yeah. could be where the these people who you know have a genius and right. And I appreciate that genius. But the problem is that genius is untethered. And they try to apply it to other parts where they are not genius. in. you know, and I, and I think, you know, the 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 mark of someone who is truly, truly smart, truly intelligent is that they realize
0: their limitations. Right. Um, well, and... let me, we're gonna take a quick let me take a quick break there because we're gonna I want to actually get into that the specific topic on the other side of this break. So stay tuned here on Dear Culture. You are now listening to the Grio's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. Don't forget, you can
1: listen to the Grio's Writing Black Podcast hosted by me, Maisha Kai. This isn't your typical writing podcast. We interview any and everybody that has anything to do with writing, from comics to poets to authors to journalists to politicians and more. Remember, that's Writing Black every Sunday, right here on the Grio's Black Podcast Network. Download the Grios app to listen to Writing Black wherever you are.
0: All right, we're back here in Deer Culture. The guest today is Damon Young. We're talking Kanye West and everything that's been going on with him, specifically this past week with his White Lives Matter uh, shirt, his continued support and uplifting of Candace Owens. Um, but you were talking before the break a bit about like, the Kanye Kyrie thing, like in the kind of the kind of people that they are and how that, like, translates into who they've become like where they started and how when they start to when they're privileged when their are their fame and their access to money and uh, you know, I, one of the things that Tucker said was that Kanye said he's he's one of the richest people on the planet but he still can't say what he wants and yet he continues to do so. So, and Kyrie has done that too. These people hop on and get thousands and thousands of people on IG and all these other places and speak their mind. And I guess I'm curious what you think about how like how they use their platforms. You know, we're talking about Kanye, but Kyrie I think fits into this using their platforms. Like, that's part of the thing that everybody keeps getting on. Like, these people have all these followers and all these people that actually care about what they say, and they're doing, they're using it to spit dangerous rhetoric or to be irresponsible. What we deem irresponsible um, because of the access to people that they have. Like, how do you feel about what people, when people say that? Like, do you think that's actually true? Like, is Kyrie Irving presenting a danger? Is Kanye West dangerous for the masses when he does stuff like this? I mean, you think it doesn't really matter, but. You know, I, this fool ends up on Tucker Carlson yesterday. Like he didn't, you know, he, I, I don't even know how that happened, but he gets off the plane from fashion. We could apparently go straight to Tucker Carlson. Like, I don't know who made the call first, Tucker or Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it didn't even seem like a crazy idea that he would be a Tucker Carlson now, right? Now Kyrie would never, I, Kyrie would never, but, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't you wouldn't I, put it past him? I mean, he's, he's, you know, you think he's, he's on heard, that, he's on that trajectory. He's sharing Alex Jones and his ID stories. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't. So how do we get here? So that's what I'm saying. Do you think they're, they're, the the use of their platforms presents a danger of any sort? The way they're doing it. My, my, my answer is no. Right. Okay. And, I, and I and I think that I have
1: to. And I think that could be my own blind spots. Speaking um, or, or answering that, because I, I just don't see how anyone who has any sort of rigor to their thinking and understanding of the world will be influenced by Kanye West or Kyrie Irving in in 2022. Like, I, I, I think that if they do have influence, it is other untethered people. And it's also, it's, 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 it's also, you know, someone like a Ted Cruz who is just fucking diametrically uncool, right? seeing like, oh, shit, Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, the two of the coolest, you know, quote, unquote, coolest, most relevant people in American culture, they're saying the same things I'm saying. So I'm going to retweet him, I'm going to do this, I'm gonna do that. And so, yeah, I just, I don't see them. I I just don't think either of them have that much power. Um, I I think that I think that most people most people even, you know, people talk about, you know, what about the kids? Kids are we, we don't give kids enough credit for being able to discern, you know, when coming out, coming at them with some fuck shit too. Right. Um, and so, you know, the, 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 irony, one of the ironies with all of this is that, you know, they, they both fashion themselves as like provocateurs and radical and free thinking and whatever, and they're just being white men. like they're being the most standard, the most rote, the most mundane as motherfucking shit that they could be. And they're just acting like white men who, you know, don't 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 take any accountability. You know, um, you know, say the most reckless thing without any sort of historical um, understanding believe that they are the smartest person in every room that they're in. But see,
0: that's the problem, though. I I don't think most people are that smart, right? So I think that, like people like you and I and all of the people who work in these spaces where we're constantly sharing our opinions and writing about and arguing about it amongst ourselves, like, you could be right, it could be just kind of a sort of an echo chamber of this group of people, that's a large group of people who are always arguing about Kanye West, and the rest of people don't care that much, right? Like most people probably, you know, they're going to still wear their Yeezys, they're going to continue to buy them. You know, there was just a, a a Yeezy drop, I think, two days ago, and I'm guessing it probably sold out like usual. Mm-hmm. There will continue to be drops, um, though. I though it's kind of confusing as to who even makes money off Yeezy anymore, because I don't know if I don't even know if Kanye's getting any money off of his Yeezy stuff anymore. Like, I, I genuinely am confused by that. But I guess that's a different talk show. Um, but I think the people that don't care that much but are paying attention to them because they're either their favorite rapper. They, they, the the cool that they're attached to is something that they ascribe to personally in their lives, right? Like Kanye is a king of cool, whether we like it or not. And because of the inroads he's made in fashion and she was like, he's literally that guy, right? Like he is, he's that guy. Like some, you pay attention to what Kanye is doing fashion wise. Like there's no reason for anybody to wear any of that Balenciaga by gap nonsense. It's atrocious, and yet, terrible people like Antonio Brown were seen head and toe in this. You know what I mean? Like, people were doing this because of are like, oh, that's what's fashionable now. And I think that stuff transfers into other areas. So I guess, I don't know if I think it's as dangerous. Like, I don't, I don't know that I agree, like, nah, it doesn't matter. I don't know if it matters a ton. But I do think there are people who could be, there are people who watch Tucker Carlson who don't pay attention to Kanye. Kanye gets on there last night. And starts talking very conservative christian type things even though it was very muddled and very nonsensical and the substantial amount of things he was i mean he even did oddly there were things that he said that were very like anti-white at the same time right you know he's like man english the white man's language like we're sitting here like he was saying the things we say about him about other people Talk about people you know people look for validation for the white man we don't speak english properly you know we're looking for validation on speaking the white man's english which is not something I haven't said myself on occasion, so it's it's very confusing, but I feel like perhaps there is a a bunch of people who might see that interview and be like you know what that Kanye West is all right now I don't think they're gonna vote for him for president, but you know, I don't know that he becomes persona non grata maybe he got maybe he opens a whole new market for for his products now I don't know I don't know if that means anything either like i i I don't know if that matters
1: well he i mean I, and that's a that's an important distinction you know. Like maybe he has some sway or some influence over the sort of person who would be watching Tucker Carlson anyway. Um, so maybe maybe it's that, um,
0: you know, and that's, that's because Tucker does right. Tucker Carlson has sway, and we yeah. and categorically scary, point out all the nonsense scary, 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 that he scary. says, but he matters. But you know, I,
1: and I guess when I'm thinking of influence, I'm thinking of people who are who are right minded and not necessarily right wing minded, but like right, that's chances. And, and conscious and, 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 and all of that. And I and I just I just don't see either of them either of them having any sort of sway on people like that or people who are surrounded by people like that. I, I think that again they they are swaying the untethered. Right. Um, and people who could who are just gonna go whichever way the wind blows. Um, whoever whoever has the most charisma, whoever sounds you know, whoever who whoever seems
0: like they're making the most sense. but That's a lot me. of people, man. And that's, I, I mean, I, I, that's a, that's a huge segment of the people. And, I, and so and I don't have to make a distinction between untethered and just people who can be swayed. Right. Cause untethered kind of speaks to a bit of like chaotic, perhaps like unstable type thing. Like Kanye, I feel like is unstable. Right. But a lot of people, look, people go and vote for a name they've heard without thinking about what it is that they stand for like most i think i think a, and i don't have any stats to back this up but i feel like i'm not wrong when i say that a not insignificant amount of people are easily swayed by charm and charisma and you say that one thing that i like then i'm on your side right like it doesn't take it doesn't take a whole platform you know we tend to view ourselves and people like like like-minded folks as those who are willing to do the research into understanding the people that we're paying attention to. And that's probably even this reach because I mean, sometimes, you know, if I like somebody simple enough, like, you know what, I like that, yeah. that works for me. So you know, I, I, I guess I feel like that sway has a bigger reach, because I don't think everybody is that discerning about the information that they that they process or consume.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the voting thing, because um, I actually wanted to make that point, and then I lost my train of thought. But um, so remember when he, I don't know, I don't even remember if he actually ran for office, or if he threatened running for office during this. He latest, was on
0: the ballot in a couple okay, states. He was on the
1: ballot. And and there was all this fucking hand-wringing about how this is going to hurt Biden, and, you know, <laughs> how this was going to, you know, right. be something that, that stood in a way, and also, you know, made a clearer path to the White House for, for Trump. And it's like, yo know, there's there was no one who was thinking, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden or Kanye West. Fair. Right. Facts. Like, people who were voting, who, who people who had in their mind to vote for Kanye were either thinking, oh, I'm going to vote for, like, Trump or Kanye, or I'm not voting at all. Right. Right. I agree. He didn't, he didn't take votes away from motherfucking Joe Biden. Right. <laughs> and, 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 again, I, I keep... I just, again, I I I I feel like, and this and it, and it feels like a cop. It even as I say it, even as I think this, it feels like a cop out, right? But I think that I honestly feel like this is one of them circumstances where talking about him gives him more power um, than he actually than he actually has than he actually would have. Other, you know, like people like us talking about him, people like us tweeting about him, people like
0: us writing essays about him gives him more power than he would so, get any other way. All right. You said to me the other day that when we first started talking about this, that you thought a Mia Copa moment could un, like could fix all of this or something to that effect. Like basically Kanye could, I don't know, he went on Tucker Carlson. So I don't know, I guess he goes on Oprah. Like he, you know, <laughs> he appealed to the white lives matter folks by going on Tucker Carlson who now are like, look at that Kanye guy. He's all right. But if he, I, I don't, I don't know where he goes from here. Like a couple, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, or like last week he was on good morning America talking about sway did have the answer, you mm-hmm. know, like he was, he's not averse to making a media round to to speak on something because he did that to speak directly about the Adidas gap situation. And you know, that those relationships that are severing, which seems to be Kanye with every significant relationship that he has, they all seem to sever in some way, shape or form uh, corporately yeah. or whatever. But you know, um,
1: and- and personally, romantically, I mean, his his boy, yes. Cudi, his wife, you know, this is this is a trend with
0: Kanye. Yes, like they you all mean, like every, fall every apart.
1: Relationship, every relationship eventually falls apart. Um, and so, I, I just want to say something really quickly yeah, too. I was when I said the Mia culpa thing, it was more I was making the distinction between Kanye and R Kelly, right? Um, okay, like all right. R Kelly can't apologize. Like, there's nothing he can do. Right, 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 right now that. Yeah, he's he's gonna be like it's fuck R. Kelly forever, and I think for some people it's still fuck Kanye forever, but um, but if he were to be like you know what, I was, I was really fucked up these last ten, years, just <laughs> last ten years, <laughs> and then and then for the and then for the next ten years he was like the most conscientious, the most you know progressive, the most like sincere, integrity filled person he could possibly be. Then, but again, I. That would not like our R. Kelly could never do that. Bill Cosby can never right. do that. Like it, it's gone, they're gone. Right, right. Um, and so I don't think that that's going to happen with Kanye. But we were just it was just like hypothetical gotcha. sort of exercise.
0: Um, but do you think there's a road for him? Like, where do, so two questions: a realistic man. road? A yeah, realistic so road. No. well, let's let's. I mean, no. listen, we're on a podcast. We're just talking. I mean, is there is there a path? A hypothetical path where he could get back into the good graces of whoever's graces he's fallen out of, right? I don't know exactly what that demographic looks like. I think it looks a lot like us. But is there a a realistic path? And so that's the hypothetical, but also like, from here, like, what next is all just Peter out? And it's just a wrap until the next time Kanye, Kanye decides to go Kanye. So my, my I have two answers. The
1: first answer is no. Um, like I, I just think he has too much. Uh, he he just has too much problematic fuck shit happening, and also too much mental illness happening, and and those two things combining to create like this 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 fuck shit smoothie that that we're all fortunate to <laughs> drink right
0: now, right? Um, you know we have to yeah, bleep all yeah, these I all saw. these f bombs out, but that was yeah. hilarious. The the, the 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 smoothie is hilarious. But, um,
1: but yeah, the mental illness part is something that we haven't we haven't really touched. Um, we haven't. And it's it you know, I, I know that there are people who are like, yeah, that's that's an excuse. he's not really so he is legitimately dealing, that doesn't excuse his behavior, but that is a reality, right right. And so what what we're seeing is a person who is mentally ill, who has all of this you know, wrongheaded problematic shit existing inside of him who has unlimited capital right and ha- has unlimited platforms and so you have that combination all together and it like it just realistically i i don't see a way for 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 this you know i was about to say for the ship to turn around it, it's like a fucking ocean liner for this titanic to, t- to turn around because it's just I, I just don't think that's happening i think if any i think if anything it would maybe peter out Where his albums will get progressively worse, and maybe his fashion, you know, will get progressively more progressively less relevant. And so he has progressively less
0: eyes on him. Um, I think I don't think his fashion is that relevant now, honestly. I think it's his shoes that keep him afloat because you never see shoes shoes, shoes are fashion. No, no, they are. But what I mean is, I outside of his shoes like nobody's ever wearing his clothes right now i i don't and unless kanye just becomes uncool like i i think i think that's the problem like the shoes are going to be here forever like he changed the shoe game entirely and you can't undo that right like i have one of every kind of design of the shoes that he has and like i'm still amazed like one that these are a real thing but that they took off but then i also get it right so you know i don't i don't I don't ever see that actually changing, and I guess that's that leads to some the question I was going to ask about like could he just drop another "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy"? Well, that's what I was going to that's what I was going to say. As I, I, I my
1: first answer was no, but if he were to drop another classic album, I, I I think that you would have more people trying to you know get back into those leases on Connie Allen right um but it's but his music has got progressively worse over the past 10 years like each album you know he, he, he you know I've li- we've listened to all of this all of this music um since then and you know he, he's had some really good moments you know i still think that kids See Ghosts um was one of the best albums of the last like five or six years but he's also had some like what the fuck was that moments too <laughs>
0: um the and album so, before think, that that he released, the one in that that uh in that oeuvre, whatever you call it, of yeah. albums that Kid Cee Ghost was a part of, his personal um, album was
1: horrible. Yeah, and, and and so um and 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 again that we talk about you know the old Kanye, the the musical Kanye. I mean, in that summer he dropped Kissy Ghost, he produced uh, Pusha T's album, which was a really good album, right? He produced Nas' album, which was uh eh, okay. Um but you know, he's, he's he still has that part in him. That that musicality if he can access it, it, that hasn't been completely lost, um, I don't think. Um but it's just been over overwhelmed by all this other shit that is happening um inside of him. But but yeah, I uh you know, and even even your point about the fashions, I mean, I don't own a pair of Yeezys and it is not for like any like fuck Kanye reason? I just haven't. I've never bought any, but you're right. The shoes are everywhere, and and in, in, in the clothes thing. I mean, when, I don't know if that Balenciaga Gap Kanye line has been released yet. I don't know if that's if that's actually gone on sale yet. I haven't kept up, but I know that when it does, it's going to sell out in like 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it, it will. It won't. Be, it might not be us buying it, but all the hype beasts, all of all all of the cool kids, all all of them are going to be buying the, those
0: clothes. Well, one of the cool kid arguments has always been that the clothes are terrible. So even in the hype beast community, there's not a lot of there's not a tremendous amount of love for. But that is Kanye people from buying, them, buying them ugly bubble jackets. Yeah, so but they only they only made like. Yeah, I mean, right. And part of that was the exclusivity though. They only made like a certain number of those things. Like it was the the release of all that was a mess. But but yes, I mean, you you're not you're not you're not wrong about that. I mean, I don't I don't disagree. I thought and I, I'm one of the people that thought the Gap partnership was was a great one. I thought it was going to basically change everything like Kanye stamping Gap clothing, which I thought at the at the time was kind of out of fashion anyway, like, you know, I didn't I didn't view it as a cool cool kid attire anymore. That completely changed the trajectory of Gap as part as part of the cool kid stuff. Um, But as you know, that's falling apart. You know, he's yeah, nobody. I mean, nobody he, at Gap is is a big fan of Kanye right now. Same with Adidas, who he's accused of raping and raping his ideas and stealing his ideas and and creating fashions and items that look just like his stuff to sell and you know i mean look there's an argument to be made there but i'm wondering what his contract looked like did they did did the contract say we cannot create anything that resembles even a little bit anything so i don't know i mean i i feel like at some point you know we've talked about this before he has
1: to make the connection between i don't read and i hate every contract that i've ever signed like there, those two things like maybe you should read yeah, and, you know, we both, you know, we both have had to sign like contract that, that are filled with like legal leads and no regular person can understand any of that shit. But it, it is, I, I feel like just almost like a perfect um, allegory um, yes, for, I agree. For, for him and for his behavior. Um, you know, I don't read, but all these things that are required to have been read, I I am upset with them after a year because I did not know what was in them.
0: Right? Um, yeah. So yeah, well, I um, I'm pretty much. I don't know, like I just I'm maybe it's a, a short break. I don't know. I'm kind of out on this Kanye right now. The like I said, the shirt for me was just a bridge too far. Like it, it's something about that. Seeing him wearing that stuff or, or creating it in the first place for presentation to to kind of mock and gaslight and then the things he's posted about which show that he did more proof. He doesn't read like, you know, it's been proven that black lives matter was a scam and all it's like, you know, if you want to argue about the organizational end of it, that's fine. The statement itself, I think holds up, bro. Like, so you, does, you putting yeah. this shirt on a, you putting the statement on the shirt flies directly to that. It's not, you're not fighting the organization or lack thereof of black lives matter and all of that. You are literally giving you're literally printing the shirt for white supremacists to wear when they need you know formal wear like you're literally providing you know an outfit some high fashion (laughs) yeah like you literally just gave (laughs) right you know you and you you created a space where idiots like yourself who think they're free thinking are gonna be like i'm gonna rock this because i'm provocative too and i can't be constrained to put in a box but then if you're wearing the same shirt that the KKK might also approve, like, who won? You know what I'm saying? Like when when you, it's it's a it's a weird. I, I don't doubt. know. It's a.
1: I I I I I I might be wrong, but I doubt you're gonna see anyone out outside of hype beastie motherfuckers wearing those shirts. You're right? probably right. I mean, yeah, who knows how I much think, they would cost anyway? Yeah, I think that the right wing, uh, MAGA crowd uniform. You know, they have the Under Armour. Like Under Armour, I I don't know if Under Armour, like if that was a decision that they made at the corporate level, or if um, if there was a meeting with all the right wing, like if they had their little happy (laughs) hour or whatever, and decided, you know, maybe maybe Under Armour sponsored it, and they're like, you know what, these Under Armour people are some cool folks. Let's let's just wear all their apparel. But there's there is, I, I feel like there is no more, I guess. Accurate way of like, just just profiling someone who has that sort of political ideology than than Under Armour apparel, (laughs) and and like and Under Armour has all the flag motifs and all the American flag colors and all that. And when you go to the gym, the white boys who are decked head to toe in Under Armour are usually the the aggro white boys who are you know capital stormers. Like it's it's uncanny.
0: Just as a point of note, Steph Curry is also signed to Under Armour, along with a very substantial yeah, number it. of that's black it. athletes yeah, of all of stripes.
1: Reason. That's that's probably you know why why Draymond punched Jordan pill he, he saw that Jordan was.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I, don't even I, I can't wait till it. we find out what was behind that. But that's also he hit him. That, he, another, he, hit him. he did. He, like, he took off on him. It was a very substantial. Fight.
1: Teammates yeah. fight. He was like, "Yo, I'm trying to hurt this." Yeah, like I'm it was yeah that was a I mean that's a sucker punch too because when you're in a shoving match with a teammate you're not expecting them to to sock the shit out of you yeah, like they yeah push I'm surprised back, they elbow you but he like
0: hit him like you would hit someone that you're trying to like injure yeah I'm surprised right. the full brawl didn't break out and it just makes Andre Iguodala's statement nonsensical that this was just some in-house stuff like nah that was uh that was but anyway So, we're going to take a quick break here and then we're going to come back with my favorite segments here at Deer Culture. We're going to do a black fashion, which I hope you have, and a black commendation. And then we're going to let you talk about where everybody can find everything that you're doing right here on Deer Culture.
1: The Grío Black Podcast Network is here. Everything you've been waiting for. Black culture amplified. Find your voice on the Black Podcast Network. Listen today on the Grío mobile app
0: and tune in everywhere great podcasts are heard. All right, we're back here on Dear Culture. We just got finished talking Kanye West. Still joined by Damon Young. We're discussing. We were discussing all things Kanye the past few weeks and all that, but. To close the show out every week, we do a, an interesting fun discussion with our guests that we bring up black fashions, which is a confession about some part of your blackness that people might be surprised to know. But we also topped it off with a black mandation to bring it all back home. So we're gonna start with a black fashion. Damon, do you have a black fashion? I do. All it's right. Embarrassing.
1: Okay. Um, now I, I've, I actually maybe have written about this before, but I haven't okay. actually said this out loud. I don't think on, on any on anything. But there is a very popular word that black people use. Um that particularly black people who are connected to the church use. And you use it sometimes in a in a in a church context and sometimes in just a regular, regular, mundane, everyday context. It starts with Holly, and then it has a second part of that word. Okay. I literally cannot pronounce that word. You can't say hallelujah. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not i'm not even gonna you try. gonna give us
0: a you're gonna take a shot are we, are we gonna I, get to hear this
1: hallelujah I, like when i it, my tongue just it that my tongue does something when after the holly <clears throat> and throat> my tongue just stops and it's like yo what the fuck are you doing to me right it's, it's routine, like my tongue taste whenever i try to say that word um, like I I I have said it before, but after like twenty tries, like hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. hallelujah there you hallelujah. go, nailed it. Okay, and that took five. That took five tries. It took it took, it took, some, it took right? some work. So it's not it's not a word that I'm ever ever going to just pull up in regular conversation for any reason because I can't. My mouth just won't let me say it, and I and again. Whenever I think about this, I feel like 7.2% less black because I, I just feel like I might be the only one on earth who cannot say that word.
0: Well, that is an interesting, uh, uh, black fashion. I've had some interesting ones here, but that is an interesting one. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you sharing that, that struggle of yours, um, must make church real interesting. Um, I, I, I have felt
1: less Christian. Like I felt like, you know, is this a sign that God is telling me I don't need to be here I or I need to be here more often. If I can't, oh, I hear you
0: mean church, not the yeah, planet. Yeah, the
1: church, okay. church, not like Earth. But, um, right, got but you. Okay. You, don't in, you don't need to be in my house if he can't. If you can't, you know, if you can't say the password.
0: Fair enough. Well, to counter that, we like to do. We like to let let our guests bring a black commendation, which is a recommendation about something by for and about blackness, black culture. Do you have a black commendation for the people?
1: Yeah, yeah, my black mendation, definitely. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's love life season two. Like, I, I, I do not feel like enough people are talking about or talked about that show. Um, and I Agreed. think that, you know, a show like that, maybe doesn't get as many critical odds, um, because it's a relatively light lift. It's like, okay, we're just showing these two people who fall in love. And, You know, they have friends, and they have trials and tribulations, and they live in New York City, and they're both, like, youngish and attractive-ish and whatever. But that has been tried a lot, right? That same formula has been tried a lot and tinkered a lot. But this was the best version I've ever seen of it. Because it's a secretly, subtly heavy lift, because when you wanted to pick something that is so mundane, there, there's a high bar for reality, right, right. There's a high bar for, for, for a natural chemistry, for a natural, you know, conversation for natural events and progression of behavior. And so, you know, very often when this sort of thing is, is, is attempted to be depicted on film, it doesn't feel natural. Like you're, you're, you're watching it and you're thinking, okay, this character, this, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't feel real. This person wouldn't, wouldn't have done this in this circumstance. These two people don't belong together. Right. But with this show, everything felt natural. Right. And that's yeah. a testament to the writing. That's, that's a testament to the writing, um, you know. That Sam Boyd and and you know there's a black woman who uh, Rachel oh man what is her name? I, I can't believe because we're friends on IG now I'm blanking on her name or oh, Rachel Williams, okay Rachel Williams right um and it's a testament to the writing that they were able to create something that was so authentic and funny and sweet and 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 and, and, and just just felt. It felt real. It like the moments when you were supposed to cringe, I cringe. The moments you're supposed to, you know, feel something in your gut, I felt something in my gut. The moments the things that were supposed to be funny were funny. They weren't even like meme funny, where it's like the, the you know, your 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 it's the performance of humor instead of actual humor. These right. things were actually funny. Um and so yeah, my strongest recommendation is for people who haven't seen season two of Love Life. And also, just to clarify, each season of that show has a completely different theme, completely different text. And so I've recommended this show to people before and they naturally started at season one. Thinking that It's not the same show. Yeah.
0: It's not (laughs) it's not
1: you can do that, but you don't have to start at season one at all. You could just start season two, episode one, when you start watching it. So so
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good black recommendation. I too, I, I really enjoyed that show. I think you enjoyed it more than I did, but I entirely understand. We talked about it uh, ad nauseum when, when you started watching it. Because I think I watched it first. Um, I think. Because I, I remember I came, aco- I came across it. A friend of mine told me about it because of Jessica Williams. He was in love with the Mia is there, Mia Jones. I think, yeah, or, I, think you, I think you. I actually think you told me about it. And yeah. I had heard from other
1: people, then I decided to watch it. And and Jessica Williams, I I I've never been a huge fan. I, I've never like disliked her or anything like that, but I've never been like right. a huge Jessica Williams person. But I thought she was perfect in this. Yeah,
0: she was. She, she, was, was perfect in this. she was great. She was great. Yeah. She did a really good job. She was also great in uh, Intergalactic, the Kid Cudi, the recent release Kid Cudi okay. film, which I love. But I was, I'm was, also a huge yeah. Kid Cudi fan, so you know mm-hmm. there's. He can do no wrong and it turns out he can't do he can't even do wrong making an animated film because that joint was awesome but all right so um damien we want to thank you for coming here on dear culture and talking kanye talking kanye with me um you know when i thought about doing a discussion about kanye i was like well you and i talk about him all the time probably one of the most constant conversations we have both as writers and just as people talking about artists that we love and the music and stuff that we love. So, you know, I appreciate you tell people where they can find everything that you're doing now. Uh, cause it's all over the place, but go ahead. Like where, where, where can people yeah. find and, the Damon young experience? And one thing too, really quickly, one last thing
1: about Kanye and one, and, and I think this is one of the things that is disappointing for, for us is that he's one of, he's like, one, he's one of like the artists who is like our age. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's a what a year, two years older. Yeah, than us. he's like a year older than we are. So you have you have Kanye, you have Beyonce, you have Usher. You know, in terms of like the people who are like, oh shit, they are our age. Um, and to see one of them just have this, you know, to fall off like this in this manner is just really just, I don't know. You know,
0: because because yeah, we don't we don't really. I mean, who else? Who else is there? That that I is think like, we. We took him on like, even though he was the college dropout, that was he was the college one of us of the rappers before before rappers became suburban kids who just were really talented. He was one of the few who seemed like he was outside the mold, but he genuinely represented the life that I think a lot of us were familiar with, or could at least understand like there were, you know, all of us weren't selling drugs or, or on the block. We weren't, we all, you know, we could all spit all the verses on only built for Cuban links, but I can't say that I was, you know, I can't say that I was moving weight as Raekwon and Ghost were doing. You know, I didn't have <laughs> I, that I, fish scale. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. We, it just seemed like Kanye was more for us than, yeah. than he was an artist that was in our lane like the young professional lane and it felt like the music that spoke to us so for him to make such a 180 or to to what seems to be a 180 just feels so i think disappointing is the right word i haven't used that word yet at all but i think that's probably what it is for me it's like the disappointment of it all that i think keeps rearing its head he finds new way to new ways to disappoint me like i'm a parent who keeps giving the kid an opportunity over and over again, and then he finds a new way to do it? And at some point, he the kid is actually 21 years old, and you gotta let him go. So I was thinking the other way. I was thinking he's like
1: Will's Will's dad on Fresh Prince. He's Ben Vereen, just oh. just finding new ways. And then, and then and then and then it's me and you just <laughs> hugging. <laughs> Why don't and he want me, man? Why don't love us, man? <laughs>
0: There's, your, there's an article why don't kanye love us man why don't he why doesn't kanye love us that is a that is an yeah. article waiting to be written perfect there, there's a chapter there's a chapter in your your next book <laughs> anyway so tell people where can they find everything you're doing okay so they get could, uh um i
1: have, i have two weekly columns in the washington post right now I'm A weekly magazine column where i riff on whatever anything from like spotted lantern flies to my experience crossing the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Um, And I also have an advice column that drops every Friday where, you know, people write in and ask me stuff and I answer them. Um, And that's, I guess that's what I do. Also have a podcast, um, you know, stuff with Damon Young. We completed season one um, in the spring and we, I'm actually later today going to sit in on a meeting to discuss season two. Okay. Um, Which will be coming. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's, it's coming soon um you could also you know i'm damon young vsb on ig on twitter and you know what doesn't kill you makes you blacker is still in stores you know let me move let me move you can see you can see the cover right there Yep. all right um so you know go wherever they sell wherever they sell books go cop it Read you know the tragic comic exploration of the angst anxieties and and, and 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 insecurities of existing while black in america right um it's a funny book it's also like a deeply vulnerable deeply self-conscious deeply anxious deeply neurotic but all the things that make me me i guess and you will find in that and i think you'll find in all the rest of my work too because i just i'm a nasal gave a motherfucker right now <laughs> right <laughs> I just talk about what is happening in here. And I try to figure out a way to put it on the page. So,
0: well, I can co-sign the book and all the work that you've done. Uh, Not only a friend, but I'm a fan of your work. Obviously. Uh, I don't think we've been working together for as long as we did, if we weren't fans of one another. So I think that goes without saying. So my brother appreciates you. Thank you for joining me here. Dear culture, the first of what will be uh, presumably many more times as, the things that we've talked about for years keep ringing their heads in interesting ways um and thanks to everybody for listening to Dear Culture make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast make sure you download the Grio app where you can get all the content from the Grio uh especially this podcast and all the other amazing podcasts that are part of our Grio Black Podcast Network if you have any questions suggestions concerns uh email scams uh money that you'd like to send make sure you send that make sure you put my name on it at uh podcast at the dear culture is an original podcast of the griot black podcast network uh, the show is produced by sasha armstrong it is edited by jesse vargas and regina griffin is our managing editor of podcasts thanks for listening have a black one